Hello and welcome to the Music Survival Guide, the independent musician's guide on how to survive in the music industry. My name's Phil, a mixing and mastering engineer with Vortis Sound Studios. As you may have gathered, this is the new format of the podcast as it goes the last few weeks, where I broadly alternate interviews and my thoughts. So I'm not going to kind of step out of the picture completely. I'm always going to be sharing my ideas and my thoughts. And I'm sure when Joe's back, we can do some of that as well. But I hope you're enjoying it. I hope the interviews are helpful, interesting. I've got some really unusual ones coming up that I think you'll all find really interesting, enjoyable. So look forward to that. And if you're really enjoying it, then please do drop me a review. I know I say at the end of every episode now, but please do drop me a review. It's really helpful for allowing new people to discover the podcast and get ahead in their music career. So this week, I wanted to talk about creating an impression on stage. Or you might say having stage presence. That's another way to put it. So this may be a bit of a a sore topic right now. Um without with the lack of gigs going on i know that don't worry i'm missing gigs as well but i think it pays to be prepared and ready and your stage presence and these things are even better than they were before it's really important to think about these things so i've broadly got three areas that i want to cover uh practice your set practice your patter and practice your stage presence now the first one practice your set this is a fairly short topic basically know what you're going to do before you do it. (laughs) So if you have a 15 minute set, a really short set, work out what songs you've got time for. If you've got time in rehearsal, time it so you know that you're going to fit your slot properly. And don't have that thing where you stop playing a song and a band member kind of looks around and goes, what's next? How does this song start? That kind of thing. You want to avoid that. You want to avoid um, downtime. I think a lot of this is actually going to come back to that. You want to avoid those kind of awkward moments where the audience don't quite know what's happening and it looks like the band don't quite know what's happening. And that's just really not fun, if I'm honest. And being off the cuff and going with the flow when you're having a gig, when you're doing a gig, is really fun and really great. But at the same time, you need to be organised. You can't just go in and not really know what you're going to play. So practice practice, practice your set. Know what you're going to do before you do it. Know the songs you're going to play and the order you're going to play them. That is a great idea. Do that, otherwise you're in trouble. That's a very quick one. Uh, Number two is practice your patter or your in-between song talking (laughs) to give it a longer name. So I think there's loads of things to consider about your patter. I think it's really important to have a, a front person who does all the the talking and the person who cues each song, maybe they introduce it or how you know however you choose to do it. More than one front person can be difficult because if you start talking over each other, it can be really hard to work out what you're both saying. So one person, nominate them to be the front person. If you're if you have a singer and someone who just sings, then that is an obvious choice. If you all play instruments, then work out who it is, especially if you share the singing. Work out who's going to do the talking and roll with it. Make it clear. Have a point person for your patter. And your choice may be on who is the most kind of out there, the most willing to just say weird things. So consider that as well. You've got to be, when you're talking, you've got to be authentic. You've got to be authentic to yourself, I think. Because if you put on a character, you can do that for a while. 
and people do that very successfully for a while. But I think it's much easier and much less stressful to be yourself. Now, you may be a more amplified version of yourself. You may kind of throw yourself out there a bit, especially if you're a bit more shy and reserved. But be yourself. Work out the way you talk. Do a bit of self-analysis, if I'm honest. Work out the way you talk and the way you are and lean into it. Lean into who you are. To be honest, that applies to everyone in the band. Lean into who you are because your fans and your potential fans want to know what you're like as people, not just as musicians, which is why things like social media can be such a powerful tool, as Charlie was talking about the other week. But you need to know yourself (laughs) and then put that person out there into the world, especially on stage. I think the, the third thing to say about patter is you've got to say what needs to be said. There are certain things when you're doing a gig that you can't not say. (laughs) And you may think this is obvious, but I've seen bands avoid some of this, so you really do need to think about it and make sure what's being said. So, who are you? What is your band name? If I like you, how can I discover you on social media if I don't know your name? That's really, really basic. I know it almost sounds silly, but I've seen bands come and go and not say their name. So that is really important, especially if you have anything like a banner in the background. Say your band name, please. Other things, what's the next song called? If I liked it, I might want to go and search it on Spotify or whatever, maybe even on the way home. If I can't tell you what it's called, or if I don't even have an indication of what it's called, that is a bad time. Mention the names of your songs. So if people, especially if people come to gigs again and again, your gigs again and again, and you haven't maybe put that song out yet, they'll know the song because they'll recognise the name and they'll recognise the tune. And then when you do put it out, you'll have a bigger fan who can just recognise that song so much more quicker before they even play it. If you're not local, if you're doing a gig in another part of the country, where are you from? Now, don't get granular and say, oh, you know, we're from this particular part of Manchester. Just say we're from Manchester, especially if you're further away. It's going to be so much easier. If you're not local band, then people don't know who you are. Say what your name is and where you're from. Really, really important. If people like you and you have music out and they want to maybe follow you on social media as well, where can they find you? If it's not your band name, if it's something like blah, blah, the band or whatever, then make it clear. You know, you just say at the very end of the gig, if you like us, then go find us on social media. We are at blah band on all the socials. Something as simple as that. It's really, really important. Don't miss it. I think finally, You've got to mention if you have merch on sale, where is it? Is it at the back of the room? I don't know. Maybe that person has never been to this venue before and they've come just for the first time. They don't necessarily know where the merch is sold at every gig at this local venue you're playing. So mention it. If it's at the back, if it's only available online, just mention it. It's really simple because if you get that extra t-shirt sale, then quid's in, basically, compared to not having it at all. I also think that with Pata, practice makes perfect. It could be the most awkward thing you could do at first. But when you're in a band rehearsal, you need to practice the songs. Obviously, that's the primary reason you're there. But practice your patter as well. Practice practice your in-between song talking. If you have a set thing that you say in between each song, go for it if that brings confidence, if that makes it easier. Because the more you talk into the mic, the more you're used to your talking voice being amplified the easier you'll find it when you're in a gig scenario. So don't avoid that. Practice in the rehearsal room. Really, really important. Thirdly, you need to practice your stage presence. 
stage presence is an elusive thing and it means different things to different people i think because you know if you look at a band like iron maiden they leap around and they really go for it and you know they're all over the stage but not every band is like that some bands prefer to be a bit more stationary especially if the music isn't hyping people up especially if it's more chilled out so a very simple thing work out and find out what makes you unique as a band and stick with it stick with it so if you don't know if you're really not sure if you're maybe you know you've only come up with one short set of songs then write down 20 things this might be hard but you can do it 20 things that makes your band unique that could be absolutely anything it could be the favorite drink of the band is tea there's an image that comes to mind and you could lean into that for gigs you could all have a cup of tea on stage why not and we're in mugs why not do it it's great it's weird but you will be remembered that is important and it is you it's really you it's really your band's personality if you are all a bunch of loons and you love nothing more than to just jump about at every song at every opportunity doing high kicks and all sorts or whatever it is Go for it because that is you and that is what you are like and people will enjoy it. That is, it's as simple as that. If you write good music and you're, you're clearly doing what your band does best, which might be drinking tea on stage, it might be jumping around, lean into it. You're going to do great. Probably the golden rule, and this is, this is leaning into patter, but it's also about stage presence, is avoid awkward silences know what's coming next because i've been there where a band's playing a song and it's maybe a really full-on metal song and it's great and it's going really well and then it ends and then the kind of silence dies down and the momentum stops and the band don't really talk and i'm not really sure what's happening and there's a moment or two as an audience member where i don't quite know what's coming next and is a song coming soon? Is it not? I don't know. And that is, again, I think largely a patter thing. But know what is happening next. Know what's coming. Avoid awkward silences. Please, please, please. Because you'll win a crowd if you just keep them going. If you keep talking, keep them amped up, essentially. Go for it. It's going to go great. You can draw in the crowd during your songs by doing things like clapping and, you know, waving along. If you've got kind of woes in your song and things like that, go for it. Encourage the crowd to do that. Encourage the audience to do that. Because if they don't know your music, it's an instant way of connecting. If you get them to clap along, if you get them to wave and cheer and do things like that, you're going to draw them in. Again, it's just a way of building an atmosphere, a way of building up something that's really positive, that builds a great vibe around your band every time you gig. Now, I must caveat that if there's only like two or three people in the room and you're playing to a basically empty room, maybe think twice about <laughs> encouraging people to clap because that might just sound awkward and empty and weird. But, in, you know, still go for it, but maybe moderate what you're doing in terms of crowd engagement and getting them to clap and cheer and, and wave and things like that. I think this could be the most important thing I say enjoy what you're doing and maybe more importantly look like you enjoy what you're doing i've seen bands live who look miserable <laughs> who look like they're hating every second and i i just kind of look at them and i go what, what are you doing what 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 is that fun are you enjoying yourself are you hating it i don't know and as an audience member i can find myself thinking well i don't know if they're enjoying it so i i don't know if i'm enjoying it and it's a very simple thing almost but look like you're enjoying it. If you like your music, which hopefully you do since you're playing it, look like you're enjoying it. Smile. 
if you're, you know, you're the guitarist in the band and you've just done an epic rip-roaring solo in some kind of power ballad, let out a big smile as you do your big notes. You know, if you've nailed it, even if you've not nailed it, to be honest, just let out a big smile, a cheer, throw your hand in the air, whatever it is you need to do, look like you're enjoying it. It's as simple as that. If your drummer's just done a really nice breakdown, just look at them and, you know, nod and smile. It can be as simple as that. It's that kind of thing that really makes the audience know that you're enjoying it, that you're having fun, and so should they. I think also the final thing about practice is practice this. Practice your stage presence. Make sure you know what you're doing, what your band's like, how you interact. Again, it it mixes in with your patter and do it in your rehearsal room where no one can see, where you can make an idiot of yourself, where another band member can hopefully gently go, I don't think you should have done that. (laughs) But if you know what your band's style is like, then you can lean into that and you can work out what is and isn't in the character of the band and what you should and shouldn't be doing. And you can do that before you're on a stage when everyone's watching you. So that's a kind of smorgasbord, that's my fancy word of the day, smorgasbord of suggestions and ideas and things about creating an impression on stage. So hopefully you found it useful and interesting, maybe, and helpful. Suffice to say, the long and short is know what you're doing and what you're expecting to be doing. Enjoy what you do. Don't let any awkward silences prevail. Basically, that's what it comes down to. And be yourself. That's another one. Be yourself as well. So, That was it for another episode of the Music Survival Guide. If you enjoyed, then please, 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 as I said at the top, leave us a review. I really appreciate them. Please also share it with friends and bandmates if you thought it was useful. If you need to improve your stage patter and you've been chatting about it with your bandmates, maybe share this episode. You can have a conversation about it. I really appreciate all of you. So if you're interested, I have a community on Facebook called the Music Survival Guide Community. Great naming choice there. Hop over for chats about music and about band life with other musicians and industry people. It's a great place to be, so please come along and I will see you next time. 